0: on sales and visibility with proven mindset hacks and sneak peeks behind the scenes with what's working right now in the online space and in my business. Ready to make more money with heart? Let's go. Hello, friends. I am so excited to have Carla on the podcast today, who is an emotional health practitioner, owner of Weight Release, and just an amazing client and friend. And I'm just so excited for you to hear her story, her expertise tell us a little bit about you, Carla. Hey, well, I'm
1: so glad to be here with you, Anna. Thank you so much for having me on. I have really enjoyed getting to know you these last few years and so thankful to be on here and share with other people about you and your program and what it's done for me and how it's helped me. So a little bit about myself. I am a Um, a little bit older, maybe than some of the online entrepreneurs out there. (laughs) Sometimes I feel that, uh, I'm not on Instagram really. <laughs> I'm one of those uh so I grew up in the 80s and 90s and um weight was a big issue for me in my life but and we'll get into that a little bit more later and that's why I help women with that now but um about me I've been married for 20 years I have two beautiful teenage daughters one in college and one in almost high school and uh I've I'm a successful businesswoman I've owned a few different businesses and uh, currently own three and that's that's good that's fine um I actually home educated my my kids for years and they've gone on now and they're in private school and college. And uh, and so I I started Weight Release actually more recently, a couple years ago, just to um, really work on my passion of helping other women overcome things that I had to overcome in my life myself. And I live in Virginia, in central Virginia, near the Blue Ridge Mountains. It's just beautiful here. And I have two furry golden retrievers that I love dearly. So that's a little bit about
0: me. I love, I love that. That was so well said. I feel like I learned some new things about you too in that actually. Um, tell me what, like, let's dive into it now. Like what had you start weight release? Like, tell us a little bit about that story. Sure. So it was
1: 2020, you know, when we all did soul searching, right? And we were all stuck at home thinking about our lives a little bit. I feel like God told us all go to your room for a timeout and uh, go think about your life. And so in doing that, I was I was really facing a transition in my life personally, because I could see the end of home education coming with my older daughter graduating and heading to college. And my younger daughter, um, clearly during COVID, she was getting very lonely. And we were starting to look at, okay, with her sister leaving, we think it's gonna be much better for her to be in school. and uh, And I thought, my goodness, like I'm moving into this next phase of life where i can see what life is going to be like without little ones at home that i'd had for so long and i had built a very successful business in standardized testing and education and i worked that from home for 15 years but i thought you know when i'm when i'm old and i look back on my life i don't feel like i'm going to be so, yay, I built this big education business and that was my life's work. Like that wasn't really my passion. And so I started thinking about what do I want to be My life's work in the second half of my life now that I'm not as focused on raising my kids every single day. And so I I actually got some coaching, which I highly recommend for everybody and, um, and thought through, you know, what are my talents? What are my skills? What are my gifts? What do I care about? And that's how Weight Release was born because I am a natural teacher. I'm a natural mentor and coach to other women. I've always done that. Um, and I'm really passionate about helping women to learn to appreciate and value themselves. And I had been through my own journey with, um, with weight in my life, which I can share more about and felt like it was an area where I had really had a huge amount of success. And also I had in the few years before 2020 been trained in an emotional health technique that helps women, well, men too, but I work with women primarily, um, rewire their brains, like actually go in and change what you're holding in your subconscious so that it doesn't have to be so hard so that your natural decision-making and your natural choices change more easily and you flow from a different place. And because it had helped me so much, I thought, you know, I really wanna turn around and help other people with this as well. And so that's how I started Weight Release and why I decided to do it.
0: Mm -hmm. I love that so much. What's one of your favorite, when you think about like all of the people that you worked with, you don't have to use names, of course, but like, what's one of the stories or wins that you are most proud of when it comes to your clients?
1: Oh, goodness. With my clients. I think that um, one of the people that I'm most proud of is a woman that I worked with recently and she wasn't my typical client in that usually women that come to me identify with me because they have a a larger amount of weight that they've been carrying or they've been carrying it for a really long time Um, but this particular client she actually went through my scholarship program which um, like my scholarship application program which you helped teach me how to do and that's how I found her and she is younger she's a mom of littles and she only you know she maybe is carrying 25 extra pounds like not 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 typically what I work with, um, but there was something about her that we just really clicked. And so she decided to work with me and I'm really proud of her because... What I do is really help women with the inner work, and that is what has shifted so much for her. She was carrying a lot of grief and a lot of pain in her life from some transitions that she had been going through recently. And to watch her through our work, release that and let that go and just move into such a place of peace and confidence, um, learning to appreciate who she is as a person now and being more at peace in the way way she's interacting with her children and, and she's starting to let go of physical weight as well and learning how she could approach it differently. She was one of these that had done all the plans, right? The physical trainer and the, the counting calories. And when she came to me, she had been, um, you know, tracking her stuff on an app. And when she started with me, when I work with women, I let them do what they're comfortable with. And then I help adjust as we go. And so I asked, what do you want to do? She's like, well, I really want to get back to tracking on the app. And I said, okay, I'll support you in that. And two weeks later, she's like, this is not working for me. I said, yeah, I didn't think it was going to, but I felt like you needed to go through that to see that, you know, because you've already tried that. It didn't really work. But I just think watching her grow as an individual and she's just blooming now and happy and so much more at peace than she was. And that's really why I called this weight release because it's not about the physical weight. Like that's part of it, but it's so much more about releasing the things that are, that we're carrying on our shoulders that I feel like I really believe weight is just a symptom. It's really not Mm. the problem. Women come to me, they think it's the problem. But when we get down below the surface, it's usually other things going. Mm on. So I'm really proud of her and excited for her and the changes that she's been making.
0: What a lovely story. <laughs> I love that so much. I mean, obviously, like I already knew your business was called weight release, but like just hearing the story, I think I'm like seeing more understanding it a little bit more. And I like, I totally agree. Right. And how beautiful that in the process, you are giving them permission to do the process, to lo- to release the weight, but also to release so much more so that they can keep it off, but also so they can be a happier, fulfilled human in general. Right.
1: Absolutely. hundred percent. In fact, one of the things when I started the business, I was actually terrified to get visible because I'm not at my goal weight, right? Like if, and, and so because of my own history and feeling judgment from other people over my weight, that was a big block that I had to work through personally. I I was literally terrified the first time I went live to tell people, this is what I want to do, because I expected other people to look at me and go, uh, hello, you're like, you're, I'm whatever. Like I'm currently a size 16. I'm not skinny. I'm not beach ready. I don't wear a bikini. You know, I don't have these amazing, I mean, I do have some really great before and after pictures, but like I'm not arrived, right? And I was so afraid that people wouldn't listen to me because they would just write me off as, oh, well, if she really knew what she was doing, she would already be thin instead of understanding that this really is a journey. Mm -hmm. And once I got through that myself, what I realized is that actually women love the fact that I have not yet arrived because they they know I actually understand them. A lot of women out there, like they see fitness coaches or health coaches and they feel like, well, you don't understand what it's like for me because, you know, oh, oh, you lost 20 pounds. Yay. Good for you. Like I have a hundred, it's a completely different world. Yeah. Um, so anyway, that was a, that was a big block for me and a big change for me. But I think that Um, that it's so important that women understand that it really is about learning to love who you are right now. Mm -hmm. And starting the business was really part of that journey for me myself was being like, I'm already okay right now. You don't have to wait until you've lost 50 pounds to wear the dress you wanna wear or to go on the vacation you wanna go on. You do it now because you're a valuable person now. And that's that's part of what I help my clients to, to realize as well.
0: I just love you, Carla. It's so true, right? And I love that you brought that to your visibility because I think it's so true. I think so many women probably listen to this podcast, right? That have businesses struggle with that when it comes to getting visible, right? When it comes to that imposter syndrome, being Mm -hmm. like, I'm not ready yet. I don't deserve this yet. What will people think of me? Right. And I think exactly like you said, I totally agree. I think it's the opposite. I think like when we are not putting pressure on ourselves to be the ultimate expert as a life coach, as a health coach, as a business coach, as a, Virtual, whatever it is, right? Then I think that empathy is actually really a that we can get where our audience is coming from in a really humble, like, leave our, our ego at the door sort of way, right? It is. I remember
1: hearing a podcast once from a business coach who was talking about how powerful it is to be on the journey with people mm-hmm. and that you don't have to have arrived at your destination yet. All you need is to be a few steps ahead of wherever your client is, right? And then the beautiful thing is that you identify with them. Like, I know I heard you talk about this, Anna, on a podcast recently that you you said you were so grateful that you created, I think it was Visible Impact mm-hmm. When you did, because it was fresh for you then, whereas now like, oh, it's easy to be visible, right? But it wasn't when you created it. And I, I think there's such power in that for our clients that they they see, oh, this person gets me. She understands.
0: I love that. What other blocks did you have, whether it was like in this program as you were like getting revisible or at the start, like what are some of the visibility blocks that you, you feel like have been the strongest for you?
1: Yeah, so I shared about the one in the beginning, just that imposter syndrome and people aren't going to believe me. Um, Or even as a newer business owner in this area, um, like, oh, I don't have enough testimonials yet or I don't have enough Mm -hmm. people that have already been through my program, right? Right um which is something that you really helped us with in getting coached because we got those people which is yeah. beautiful um but i think that uh, another block for me is sometimes i feel like my content has to be perfect mm-hmm. like i i will um uh, like I'm a perfectionist. Okay, I have very high standards. I like everything to be, you know, top notch, the best it can possibly be. So one thing that I've appreciated in your coaching is you help me. Like, when do I let that go, and when is it important to keep that? <laughs> And and I, I think in my visibility, sometimes I feel very all or nothing, um, which is something that I help my clients with in weight loss as well. But it's it's just a little pernicious mindset that can get into so many areas. And I I notice it in myself, like if I if I haven't sat down and written out this perfect content plan, or, you know, I don't want to just dash off an email or dash off a social post because like, it needs to be all planned out or it needs to be part of this great story arc, or it needs to be whatever. And I put too much pressure on myself to make it perfect instead of like, just, just do it, just get it out there.
0: Uh, I'm sure so many people can relate to that. When it comes to your two week launch that you did in getting coach. Yeah. What, like talk to me about that in relation to that, like how much planning did you do to feel comfortable and how much of it was in the moment showing up and really relaunching your program?
1: Okay. So one of the things that I actually really loved about getting coach is that it did address that problem that I just spoke to because we did make a plan. And I cannot tell you, it's the first time in running this business for two years that I actually had an actual plan going into a launch. Like,
0: Yeah, and we love a launch plan.
1: <laughs> such a difference, like such a difference because I felt so peaceful during the whole launch because I already knew exactly what I was doing every single day and the content was already written. And so all I had to do every day was just pull out my list of this is what I'm doing today and just do it. And it took maybe 10 minutes and then it was done. And the launch was just flowing freely. And honestly, Anna, I don't remember it taking that long to actually do the plan. I think maybe one to two hours to actually walk through your process of writing the content and getting the launch plan done. And because in your program, we had that deadline, like, okay, this week, we're going to do our plan. And if you want me to look at it, submit it by Thursday night. And like, it helped me to actually do the thing. Whereas, um, you know, when I'm on my own and working on my own, I can just put it off, put it off, put it off, put it off, and then it never gets done. And then all of a sudden it's launch time and the plan isn't done. And I'm just kind of willy nilly doing this, that and the other, it's a lot more stressful. But having that that uh, framework that you gave us and that weekly, okay, this week, we're gonna do this. This week, we're gonna do this. Going into my getting coach launch was just so peaceful because we had it all planned out. It was
0: wonderful. I am so, oh my gosh, so glad to hear that. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. What credit do you want to give yourself for? So you did the plan, you pre-wrote the content you did. And I agree. Like, it's, that's the thing is like, when you do it in advance, it's actually not that much work, right? right. It's just the mindset around like, I'm going to be seen, right? Yes. What, um, what, during the actual launch itself of you getting out there, get, being more visible, what was the most challenging part of that? And what was the most fun part of it for you?
1: Um, I think the most fun part was watching people respond. Mm -hmm. That was exciting. You know, when you put your stuff out there and then people start responding. Like I remember in the launch, the thing that was most fun was watching people respond. It was so exciting as um, new people started filling in the scholarship application to work with me. It was thrilling, like thrilling. To see so many applications come in. And there were people that were already in my world, but then there were a lot of new people that I had never heard of, never they were just finding me all over. So it was so exciting um, to see like there is a need for what I do, and what I do is important because as a new business owner, you get that feeling of like, does anyone even care? Am I even doing this for a reason? So that was the most fun part of it. Um, the challenging part actually. Well, I'll just get vulnerable for a minute if that's okay. Um, The challenging part for me was I had planned a number of live videos and I used to have no issue going live, but one of the beautiful things about the timing of getting coached and working with you is that I had just come out of a major, major health um, process and health scare that was took up a lot of my last year. And part of that involved having surgery that was around my neck and face. And so it's changed the way that I look on camera. And while I've done a lot of mindset work around that, this was like my first time getting back on camera again. And it made me feel a lot more empathy toward other women that I know have issues around getting visible on camera it was never a problem for me before, but all of a sudden it was. And so that was a challenging part of that launch was just getting back on camera, getting live again, getting more comfortable with this is who I am now. And this is how I look now and it's okay. And to be honest, I was proud of myself for several times during that launch, I gave myself the permission to not go live because I just didn't feel up to it. And even though it was on the schedule, I was like, you know what? I'm just not going to do that because I'm just not there today. And that's okay. And putting into practice what I teach other women, like know your boundaries, know your limits, give yourself permission to do what feels right to you in the moment and trust yourself. Um, And so that's what I did in the launch and it it worked out great. And not going live didn't, maybe I would have gotten a few more applications, but that's okay. Like I'm totally at peace with it. It was a good decision for me at the time.
0: I... I love all of this. I think you are so courageous. And I love that the story, right? Of like, yes, having the plan. Yes, showing up. You 100% showed up full on for your launch, right? Mm -hmm. But I I also agree with like, but not at the expense of your body, of your sanity. And I 100% agree with like when you're on a launch, right? The goal is to like make all the plans and then do 80% of it, right? Oh, and good, like, and I met the goal. Yeah, I don't tell you guys that because you I don't want that. <laughs> but like, it's better to do that, right? And then just like, you know, obviously like life is going to happen, you know? And so I just love that you gave yourself permission to like, I'm not feeling the live today. So I'm just going to rest and take care of myself. And then the live tomorrow is going to be even better because I'm not depleted, right?
1: Right, right, exactly. Yeah, yeah, it was good. And I, I do think it's important for us to always. I love that. I mean, it's funny that you didn't tell us that. <laughs> Whatever. Now I know for the next launch, but, but. I love that I have grown to a point where I was able to do that because that speaks to that all or nothing that we were just talking about yes. before, right? There was a time where I would have put all this pressure on myself and not been okay if I didn't tick all the boxes and do all the things. And honestly, that is something with women in the weight loss world yep. that they struggle with so much because it's yep. like, okay, here's my plan, but then if I didn't do every single thing on the plan, forget it. I'm just going to go eat cupcakes for the next five days and yep. undo all the work that I did because I couldn't do everything exactly perfectly right. And that is no way to live. It's just not a way that is sustainable to live. It's much better to just on a daily basis, do the best that you can and be okay with where you are. And over time, those personal changes add up. So- yeah. It's true in business. It's true in physical health. It's true in mental health. It's this principles hold true in everything. It's,
0: so, it's, so, it's so transferable, it right? Um, tell me about, as you were like in a fresh season of getting visible again, not just like with your audience on camera, but also on calls, right? As you're on calls with these women, what was that experience like with you being on a large volume of potential client calls?
1: Um that that I'm so glad you asked me that because that was a major change for me doing get in coach. I think you remember I was really resistant around the idea of doing one-on-one coaching. Um you know, I came into the online entrepreneur world much more with the mindset of don't do one to one, you're limited in time. Always always do one to many. Um, and so I was, I was kind of like, yeah, I don't know about this whole coaching one-on-one coaching. Um, but the timing of your program was so perfect as I was relaunching my business after my health issues, um, I really didn't have the mental energy and space to be serving a lot of people. So I thought, well, this is perfect timing. Like I can just serve a few people. And, um, so one part of the process that you taught us was doing these, you know, connection calls or Whatever, you know, you can call them different things, discovery calls. Um, and I was initially reluctant because I thought, my goodness, that is a lot of time.
0: And you're <laughs> a busy woman. Like I have. I, I have on. a lot going yeah. on.
1: Yeah. I have other businesses as well. Yes. And I, you know, a family and children and life. And um, and, and I had, I think 33 people apply for my scholarship. Like I was like, how in the world am I going to do 30 minute calls with 33 people in the next two weeks? Like that's not happening, but it was such a great process. And you of course gave me permission to Carla. It's okay. You don't have to do them all immediately, just over time, you know? And it was, it was neat how, um, the the people that needed me the most floated to the top, right? Mm -hmm. They were the ones that just booked right away, got on my schedule immediately. And I was able to connect with almost all of them over time. Um, But what I discovered going into those calls was that there is so much power in just holding space for someone to be able to share, this is what's going on with me. And I loved it. Like it turned out, I loved it. I love those 30 minute calls because- it's such a natural space to be able to actually connect with somebody personally instead of just through social media or through email or through messaging it's a completely different world and when you connect with that person one on one like that and it just hold that space for them then you feel like not only do do they have the opportunity to work with you but also you as a coach well you i learned so much more about the needs of my potential clients. I mean, I already had a really good grasp on, you know, this is my ideal client. This is what she struggles with. But then listening to women share, this is where I'm at. This is what I'm having a difficult time with. It helped me to hone my messaging in even more. And it helped me to really see who is and who wasn't ideal to work with me. Like there were some people that I was like, So, you know, but then sometimes you get surprised because there was one that on the initial call, I was like, yeah, I don't feel like she's going to be a good fit. But then she came back to me later after the, I had awarded the scholarship to somebody else and came back to me and said, hey, I'd like to talk to you. I'm thinking about working with you in a pay capacity. And I was actually nervous going into the second call because I was feeling like, I don't know if this person is well aligned with me or not. And then Anna, you'd be so proud of me. I had to walk through like, wait a second. I don't have to say yes. Just because she's there and she wants to give me money doesn't mean that I have to accept her. And that was a big moment for me to realize, oh, wait, like I get to choose, like, like the affirmation that you give us, right? I am empowered to say yes or no. She is empowered to say yes or no. And it totally shifted my energy going into that call, knowing that I was the one picking, like, I'm not trying to sell her. I'm not trying to get her money. It's not going to be any good for her to work with me if we're not well aligned. And because I was able to be really clear in that call about some of my concerns from our first call, like, this is what I do. Are you sure this is what you want? Then we were able to have such a deeper conversation. And by the end of it, we realized, yes, actually, what I do is what she's looking for. And she's now totally clear on what I do and what I don't do. And then she did end up working with me in a pay capacity, and we're currently working together, and it's going great. But, but, Now I'm not worried about like, where is she coming from and what are her expectations? It's very, very clear. So I feel like those 30 minute calls are so valuable on so many levels.
0: Oh my God. I mean, I feel like that whole little tidbit, you just did is just like a, a tooth bomb in itself. Right. Cause I think so often, like when women go to like their coaching practices, it is the fear of like, what, what if I can't get clients? But I think there is the other fear of like, what if I have people interested in me that I don't want to work with? Or what if I get so many clients and I'm over what? Like, it's that fear of like, what if this works? Mm-hmm. So I love that you kind of built in some of that practice of like, if I, this is what it looks like when I am on a call with someone and I don't want to work with them or I'm not sure, this is how I'm honest. This is how I negotiate some of that even before we get going, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. It was very powerful and very valuable. It's, I've learned so much through the process. Like, And that's, I know that, you know, we're talking about the Get and Coach program. And I think for anybody out there that hears about it or is thinking about it, I am astounded. I shouldn't be because I've known you for a while, but I am still astounded <laughs> at how, at how beautifully the program took me from zero to a fully booked coaching practice where I feel like I have the tools and the understanding. And like at this point now, I'm layering knowledge upon knowledge. Now that I've been through this long enough to um, have launched and have it fully booked, my first clients are about to finish up with me now here a few months later. And so as I have openings coming up, I feel like now I have such a better understanding and idea of what I'm looking for and how to do this. It's just helped me to feel so much more confident In what I offer, because not only do I know how to fill the coaching slots, I also have learned how to to support my clients as they go through it. And now that I've had this first round of clients go through, I feel like I'm seeing even more like what I want to tweak and what I want to change and how frequently I meet with them and in the different ways that I support them. Um, And so I'm excited to make my coaching practice even that much better because now that I've learned from the first ones that have come through.
0: I love that so much. So beautiful. As you were saying that, what I was thinking of too, is like, um, you know, you did the process, you signed clients, you showed up some more, you got fully booked. What was it like to, in that last bit of like getting fully booked and finally getting all the way fully booked? How did that feel? Cause I feel like for a lot of people that's like glamorized, like, did it feel as good as like the online world makes it up to be? Or like, what was, what was that like for you? I mean, I think I hadn't
1: built it up as this big, huge thing in my head. So maybe it didn't have like that, you know, sparkles and joy moment that maybe, you know, like if, I guess if you're making it like, this is my goal to get fully booked, then I'm sure like getting that goal would be like a big fireworks moment. I don't think it hadn't, it wasn't really a huge goal for me. I was just more like many people I can support. And I know you really helped me figure that out because I was very concerned about my time and my energy and how many can I do? And I don't really know because this is new for me offering this in my business. And um, and so I think it was it was kind of like a, a wow moment. And in fact, the, the person that I was just sharing about that I was like, I'm not sure she's fully aligned with me. That was my last one to fully book the program. So I think there was kind of this little sense of like, you know, you need to feel, you need to, you need to go with her. And I'm like, oh, but I'm not sure. Um, And so I, I, there was a moment of just feeling very accomplished. Like, wow, I set out to do this. I think my fully booked number kind of kept changing. So maybe that was part of why I didn't have the big fireworks moment too. Cause at first I was like, okay, I can do three. Well, maybe I'll do four. Well, actually I think I could probably do five or six. So it just kept moving. (laughs) But once I got to six, I was like, okay, that's that's it. I'm done. Um, And now I think I, I do feel now that I'm supporting all six of them all at the same time, I, I do think um, I'm learning like, what can I do and what can I not do and in what seasons? So yeah, I don't know that there was this big magic feeling. So for anyone out there else that doesn't have this big, aha, amazing, you know, over the moon feeling, it's okay. I didn't either.
0: I, I was just it. like, okay, good. Check. Moving on to the next thing. And it's I think kind of like awesome. that so speaks to like your personality. Cause I feel like you were such in a good way, like a driven, I think like you have good Self-esteem, like you're confident. You know what I mean. And so I think you know hard
1: work. There, let me tell you, I didn't
0: use. Yeah, maybe like because of your past work, right? But I think (laughs) like in many ways, like I remember like working with you in the program and like you know reminding you to do certain things, and you're like, yeah, of course I can do that. Yeah, I can. Like I think there's like this confidence about you where you're like, of course I can get six clients, right? Like yeah, I'm gonna be a little nervous along the way, but like. Where do you think that confidence comes from, Carla? Uh
1: a lot of inner work, honestly, truly. And and that's why I do weight release because if you were to see me uh 15 years ago, uh, 10 years ago, I was um much heavier than I am now and all of my energy went into other people. And I was I was very much the kind of person that was so concerned about what other people thought of me or where I stood, that I would totally bend my desires and my will to others, um, let other people treat me poorly, let other people tell me what to do. Um, I didn't have that inner self-confidence around myself. And so um, part of my journey was really getting in and looking at why is that and what's going on deeper down and letting go of some traumatic memories and traumatic experiences. And like I said, rewiring my brain to be able to let go of some of that so that I could see the good that is in me. And the more you do that, and the more you stay on that path and that journey, the more confident you get to the point where now I'm like, hey, you know what? I, um, I feel pretty good about myself and I know that I have skills and I have talent and I can do this. But if you asked 10 years ago me, Uh, I would not have come across that way. In fact, do you have time for me to tell just like a little tiny story around that? Okay, so uh, one coach that I worked with, probably the first person I ever had like coach coach me. Um, And this was back in 2016 when I decided, you know what, I am done with this version of Carla. I really need to do some inner healing Um, and I wanna lose weight, but I feel like there's like inner stuff that I need to do. Mm And that was the beginning of my journey. So this coach actually had me do some mirror work practice. And some of your your, uh, listeners may or may not be familiar with that. But basically, it's you look at yourself in the mirror and you say good things about yourself. And so I had never heard of it at that point. And she said, okay, I want you to look at yourself in the mirror and just make eye contact and say, I love you, Carla. And I was like, this is the hokiest, weirdest thing I've ever heard of. (laughs) But okay, I'm paying you. So I'm going to try it. Right. (laughs) And I, I, Anna, I looked in myself in the mirror and the second I made eye contact, I just burst into tears. I started crying. Like I couldn't, I couldn't say those words. I couldn't even look myself in the eye. And that's when I realized, oh, we have like a major problem here. Mm -hmm. I had been avoiding myself for so long that looking at myself in the eye was a massive, massive deal. But now after years of working on that stuff, now I can look at myself in the mirror and be like, oh, you look good. Come on, girlfriend. Like, you're an amazing person. <laughs> Say all kinds of good things. I love
0: that ripple, right? Like, it's so yep. true. I love that as you've done the inner work for your body, right? It really has translated to all the things, like even your business, right? Yes,
1: it does. It yeah. does.
0: I love that story so much. So good.
1: And it's so neat about what you do, Anna, because, like, yes, you're a business coach, and I know you used to be a therapist. And it's so neat how, um, like we were saying before, these, these mindset things, like they apply to anything in your life. And so I love how you, you help women in business, but it's not just about the business with you. Like, it's not like, oh, here's the tools and here's the to-do list. And here's what you need to do. So much of what we do and what you help people with is the mindset and is what's going on behind it. And sitting in coaching calls with you, Um, I really see that like you're helping us, me, the other people in your various programs. Like you don't just help them with the things to do. You're helping us with how to feel about it and how to approach it and where to come from. And I think that makes all the difference.
0: Yeah, it so does. I love that. Tell me what speaking of coaching calls, like what was, when you think about, um, all the elements of getting coached, whether it was like asking questions in the Slack group or showing up on group coaching calls or the weekly training videos or the worksheet reviews, like what part do you feel like you personally benefited from the most?
1: I think what I benefited from the most is how organized the program was. Mm. I I'm somebody that likes organization, so I can appreciate that. Um, but I really like, I, Yeah, like, and maybe that isn't exactly the answer to your question because, you know, it's not necessarily one piece of it. But I really, really, truly looking back, the thing that I appreciated most about it was that it was this incremental build upon itself. Like the first, like if you took any week by itself, um, the work wasn't overwhelming and it wasn't too difficult and it wasn't too time consuming. But like you had it set up so beautifully where like, you just do this little bit this week and then you do the little bit the next week and then you do the little bit the next week. And it built into this massive, beautiful, complete, done. Oh my goodness, I have a coaching program. And and I think I would have never been able to do that myself. If I had, if I had started the coaching myself, I would have jumped straight to here's my spots and here's, you know, and and launching and marketing and all the things, and I wouldn't have done all the work leading up to it. It would have been a lot messier. <laughs> and a lot more all over the place. And I definitely would not have had the huge amount of people um, to work with that I that I ended up. Not meaning the six that are working with me currently, but the 33 that applied, um, those are still people that I have relationships with and um, that are in my world and that we're cultivating with. And, um, and so that's the thing that I loved best about it was that it was so organized and so incremental to get me from not having any coaching practice at all to being completely fully booked. It was perfect.
0: I love that so much. But
1: it wasn't overwhelming, which was so great.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like sometimes, you know, in the business world, and I'm sure
1: some of your listeners yes. can relate to this, like I have bought some, programs that like, they were just a waste of money because I spent money on them thinking, oh, this is going to fix my problem. Um, But then I had no time to actually do the work or do the thing. And, um, or it was just so much offered there that I couldn't figure out how to implement it into my life. So I think getting coached was like the perfect amount of, You know, this is something manageable that I can do every week. And it all builds up into what I'm looking to do. It was like an amazing experience.
0: I love that. If someone's thinking about doing Getting Coach and they're similar to you where they're busy, maybe they have another business, maybe they have kids, right? Even though it doesn't take that much time, right? Mm -hmm, For the worksheet, mm -hmm. for the group call, how did you make time for the time that it did take? Because I feel like you really did for all 12 weeks, like you really showed up for yourself. What, like, what? tricks or hacks would you give to someone who's busy, but wants to fill their coaching practice?
1: I think um, if you have an, uh, an already running business, I think going into getting coached, just be prepared to maybe slow down on some of the other things that you're doing, like create some space, because if you're gonna add this to your business, or if maybe you already have a coaching practice, but you really wanna fill it and you want to um, you know, make it more or- organized, <laughs> um, I say, just be prepared to like, let go of maybe some of whatever it is that's filling your time right now in your business. Just be willing to look at that and figure out where can I um, cut back on some of this just for this season, just for these 12 weeks so that I can really focus on increasing this. And I mean, I would say, I think in the application, I think you said maybe like five hours a week I found that it didn't even take me that much, to be honest. Like we had our coaching call um, for whatever, an hour a week. And then um, the actual work would maybe take me maybe two hours a week. But I think it's good to plan for more than you actually need. And I do work quickly. So for some people, it may take them more time. Um, but, But I think just being prepared to, when, when when you're gonna commit to something like this, be prepared to look at your current life and go, okay, what can I cut back on just even temporarily to be able to make space and prioritize this work? I think for me, one of the things that was helpful going into it is that I had kind of shut down my business for a little while because of my health. And so I wasn't having to do all the things while I was doing getting coach. Um, I think if I were to do it right now, like I joined Sell With Heart, right? So I think right now, like I am running my business and doing Sell With Heart, a little more challenging. um, And I'm having to really take a hard look going into the fall at, okay, what in my personal life can I reduce so that I'm making the time to actually do the work to get the most out of the program?
0: And also because now you have a fully booked practice, right? So right, So the think about like launching your business is you actually have the time because mm-hmm. you don't, aren't full with clients, right? But right. Then like once you're full with clients then it's like a different fish to fry, right? It is, it is yeah. completely, yeah.
1: Um, okay. uh, now how do you support your clients and run your business? And that's where you start looking at getting
0: help. Right? Absolutely. Yeah. Um, okay, last question is, you're, I feel like, from anyone listening to this podcast interview, they can tell you're an amazing coach, right? Because you're just like an empathic, beautiful soul. But what, if anything, do you feel like you learned in your coaching abilities through the Get and Coach program?
1: Yeah. So, I, um, I, wasn't like officially a coach before the getting coach program. I, I, you know, as you said, I'm an emotional health practitioner. So I've been trained in these, um, neuro-linguistic programming and, um, neuroplasticity and helping people rewire their brains and how they think and all that. Um, and so I, but I also have a background in full-time ministry. And so I have worked with women and mentored women and helped them for years. So all the skills were there. Um but I do I I loved being in your coaching program helped me Learn like how to do better in coaching other women just by watching you. Mm -hmm. Um, Certainly in group coaching, I got a lot of great nuggets when I start my group coaching program again this fall. I'm like, ah, I have some new skills and techniques now that I didn't have before um, from watching Anna. But being in Getting Coach, um, you know, one of the things you did is you gave us your coaching techniques. Like, here's my techniques. This is what I do. And so it's helped me to learn a lot more techniques that weren't in my wheelhouse before that make me a better coach that now I have and watching them use some of them, you know, putting on different hats and different personalities. And uh, some of the techniques that you introduced me to that were new to me have definitely made me a better coach, giving me I just feel like it's a toolbox, right? And you pull the tools out of your toolbox. So I had a bunch of tools in my toolbox and you just put a whole bunch more in there. So now I have more to choose from, which is very helpful.
0: So good. Um, Okay, anything else you would say to to someone that's on the fence thinking about it? Anything else?
1: I would just say like, make sure that you are giving yourself the time and space to make the most out of it because it is such a great program that you you don't want to pay for it and then go into it, you know, halfway and not get out of it what it's worth because it really will take you to a fully booked practice if you do the work. So making sure that you are making it a priority when you commit to it. Um, and the only other thing I would say is just like, As long as you are ready to fully commit, there's honestly no reason not to do it. It is, it is one of the best programs. And I've done a whole bunch over the last couple of years in this online entrepreneur world, you know, there's always somebody out there saying, Oh, come with me and I'll fix this, that, or whatever in your business. I was honestly, Anna telling somebody just a few days ago, a fellow online entrepreneur who, um, was considering going with some business coach, not you, somebody else, and, um, And she was like, I just, you know, I'm ready to pay her all this money to fix all these things in my business. And my husband said, I feel like you're just throwing money at the problem. And I was really hurt. And, but the more we processed through it, she was tying her success or failure to this, to like where she was in her business. And I was able to help her let go of some of that and see how far she had come. But I just helped her with, you know, it's not honestly knowing you, knowing your business, paying this person all this money is not going to solve your problem because the real problem is you still have to do the work. Like a coach will tell you, this is what to do in your business. They can help you with your mindset around it, but they are not going to come in and do it for you. And so if your time, if your problem is time and your problem was like getting the stuff done, paying a coach is not going to help you. You have to have the the time and the space to do the work. The coach is going to help you with how to do it and what to do. And that's brilliant and wonderful. But you have to be, you have to be in a space to put the work in.
0: I love that you told your friend that. And it's so true, like whatever it is, right? Even for your clients, like you can't exercise for them. You can't eat for right, them, right? right? All we can do is like lay the path and show up and like cheerlead. Right.
1: Exactly. Exactly. True. True. That. Thanks for that reminder. Cause I want to go in and do the work for my clients sometimes. And I can't, and I, I feel know. so helpless because I want to like jump in their body and do the things, you know, and I, I can't, I can't do
0: it for them. Yes. If anyone was listening to this and they were like, oh my gosh, I love this Carla woman. How do I find out more about her? How can people connect with you and get your resources, Carla?
1: Oh, sure. So I'm sure you'll put it in your links, but they can go to my website, which is weightreleasewithcarla.com. with Carla.com. Um, and I do have a free Facebook group as well. It's uh, called weight release. So, um, they can find, it's all one word. So there's no space between weight release. Um, so find me on Facebook, weight release with Carla there. And I love my Facebook group. Cause you can, it's still pretty small guys. So like, if you want to get to know me and get in there and like, it's, personal interaction. I a small Facebook Facebook. Really, really I spend time with Facebook me in there. Right? And then I did create, um, I do have a free download of a guide that I wrote. It's, uh, gosh, it's like 25 pages. It's, it's, It's got good stuff in there, friends, um, on retraining your brain for weight release. So like actual tools that you can do even without me that will start doing that subconscious work to change your mind so that you can approach things differently and let go of things. And it's specifically geared toward weight loss. But like I said, weight is is just the symptom. It's not really the problem. So uh, yeah, so they can, oh, and they can get that PDF download. I'll give you the link so you can put it up.
0: We will put all the links in the show notes for all those things and how to connect with Carla if you're interested in her and her beautiful work. Carla, thank you so much for being on the show. I just adore you and your heart so much.
1: Oh, thank you, Anna. I'm so happy. I just love working with you and I'm happy to do this.